sitting around watching so, Gilmore Girls while Paul works. Wait, so you're telling me that you didn't answer the phone or my text earlier because you were watching Gilmore Girls? Yeah, it was, it was a pretty intense episode, and I couldn't be interrupted. Of Gilmore Girls? Of Gills. GGs. What is that on? Uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Bro, you better hop on the HBO Max. They got the Dawson on there. I got HBO Max. I've already seen Dawson tell me. Welcome to Almost Agreeable. Almost Agreeable. With your hosts, Chris Nellison and Ed Harris. Hang around and listen to opinions on sports, sports. Movies, movies, music, music, and whatever else pops in our head. Welcome back to another episode of Almost Agreeable. We are back for a sports episode this week, and you may think that football season is over, but um, point of fact, it is not. It never ends. Uh, got free agent news coming out the ass. Gotta have some headlines always. Uh, we have the Gotta NBA. Turn, yeah. turn nothing into something. No, I think some of this, some of it is nothing into something, and some of it there's some substance, but that's what we're going to talk about today. We're also going to talk a little bit as the NBA approached the All-Star break and yeah, we'll hit some of that stuff and then finish up, as always, with some hot routes. I think you're hot routing me today. Yeah. Question for you. If any, are there any of your hot routes have to do with hard knocks? Not a, not a one. Okay, good, because I want to bring that up. Uh, okay. During, so uh, also today, we're going to bring on a guest via telephone. Yes, we uh, don't have the technology to make it sound like someone's actually in the room with us. We're going to be giving David a call. David was on an episode in the early days. And we're going to bring him back because he has some very hot takes about Deshaun Watson that he was texting me the other day. And I told him to hold it. I want him to be laughed at on the podcast instead. Perfect. Of just by me. So, should I get him on the phone right now? Let's Yeah, let's grab him on. Get him on the phone? Let's grab him on. So, we're, what, going right into uh, just well, maybe we can, trade rumors? Yeah, we'll and... start going into trade rumors. And then, however the situation, the conversation develops into, I mean, we're going to get to Deshaun Watson. We'll let David lead the way. Okay. Well, here we go. Let's let's give this a shot. Oh. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, you're on the almost agreeable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right on. What's up, what's up, guys? What's up? So uh, you've been on the show before. People might remember you. We were actually that episode was one of them was Tarantino. One with Tarantino. And yeah. we were all wasted. That was, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yes, we were. So today, I was just telling Ed and everyone, the listeners, that we're going to be getting into some of the, the quarterback carousel that's going on in the NFL right now, some of the trade and free agent rumors as far as not just quarterbacks, but mostly quarterbacks, because I think in recent memory, this has been an offseason with more quarterback shuffling being talked about than I can remember, like, ever. It's been a while. I mean, there are a bunch of quarterbacks that are free agents or just might want to move, and there are a bunch of different landing places for these quarterbacks. Okay, well, let's uh, we can go down the list. Ed, Dave, Dave, do you want to start us off with anyone you have in mind, particularly? I'm not. This is not a solicitation to get you to talk about your boy Deshaun, but if you wanted to start there, we could. Um, I you know, I just think he's a top three quarterback, and I I think you can give up a lot to get him. He's 24 years old, I believe, you know, and he hasn't even entered the prime of his career. He's just getting there, and he was first in a bunch of categories last season with the trash team, 
And, you know, I, like I, I think I told you guys earlier, we were talking, and I said that I would trade Carr and Waller. And those are my boys. I'm a diehard Raider fan. Is Derek your boy? Noble. Because So I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> and uh, I did a, an episode a few weeks ago, and I say a few weeks ago, it was during football season, where I called out the Carr haters. And who I was explicitly talking about or two was you, David. Was you. <laughs> so don't hit me with this. I'm a Derek Carr lover uh, now that, you know, you've seen the stats on the season. And in comparison to, as a matter of fact, there's only two quarterbacks in the past three seasons and all three seasons to throw 4,000 yards and less than 10 interceptions and so many touchdowns. And it's Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, let me let me just put in perspective. Do you think that's even a viable trade? Like, do you think that would be accepted as a trade? What, what, how Derek much, how Carr much? and Darren Waller for Deshaun Watson? Yeah. I mean, with maybe a few picks here and there? Uh, yeah, 100%. Oh, okay. I was I was just thinking just those two, and I was like, that that seems a little skinny to me. I mean, you gotta throw some picks in on on both on both sides, but obviously we'd be giving up a little more. I don't even know that you. I mean, obviously, yeah, that's gonna be picks and shit. But I'll, I mean, if you I'll, take, I'll, I'll, I'll one up the stock on Deshaun Watson right now, and this is gonna upset Ed. Oh boy. What's up, Ed? <laughs> hey, Dave. <laughs> What's up, you, by the way, buddy. Miss ya. Um, I I would give up Russell Wilson for Deshaun Watson and a couple other guys from the Seattle team right now. What? I'm on the phone with them right now. I'm on the phone with them right now. Okay, so the only reason that you don't do that is because I don't think Deshaun Watson is injury prone. But I think he's a little injury prone. He's not Russell Wilson. He's not paying. What is it? He pays a year to take care of his body? Like a million dollars? Oh, it's it's a lot. Like you LeBron know, does that. Brady he, does that. He doesn't have kale pajamas like Brady. But he, he definitely takes care of himself. He is... You know, an Iron Man currently, but I mean nobody's gonna break Favre's streak. But I I don't think you get rid of Russ. So I guess who's your top three then for for QBs going into next? I season? could name two out of the three before he even says a fucking season. word. It's gonna be Aaron Rodgers is in there and Deshaun's gonna be in there, but I don't know who your third is. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I guess I would say I would say going into next season, I would put Mahomes one. Aaron two, and Deshaun three. Deshaun three over Russell over, I don't know who else we got. I mean, well, God, you know, Breeze Russell's is getting not old. Such a tough decision, but at this point, how old Russ? 31, 32? He's gonna be thirty three by next season. And, all right, we don't know where Deshaun's gonna fall yet. Well, that's the thing. But if he plays, to me, he plays for a team, any team. Uh, he has a better season than Russ, and yeah, he's he's my number third, my, my number three quarterback. What what are you guys' odds, both of you, uh, that he doesn't get a tra- doesn't get traded? Now that's for me, the odds are high that he doesn't, but that he sits out next season, like he's threatening to. I I think I think that is a real shot. You think I, he'll sit? Honestly, I mean, yeah, sure, whatever. He's he's a young guy. I mean, he already has money. Yeah, he'd be losing money, but. If you're in a situation that you don't want to be in, like you don't owe anything to these Texans fans. You don't owe anything to these But he fans. signed the fucking contract. Okay? David got mad at me yesterday when we were texting because he told <laughs> me he's like you're being you're being like those people that tell NBA players to shut up and dribble. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying you signed a contract. You are one of the top 5 highest paid quarterbacks in the league now. You are not even more than a year into that fucking contract and now you're like, "Ooh, I'm going to sit out. I fucking don't like this." It's like, "Bro, you signed the fucking contract. 
Sure. Honor your fucking contract. Did they tell him when he signed the contract that they were going to trade DeAndre Hopkins? I don't know, David. Were you in the meeting? Were you there? Did they tell him that? (laughs) Were you at the meeting too? Are you his fucking agent? (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, he has every right to be angry. And I, I, you know, I almost agree with that in a regard where he... He's he will sit if he has to, but I don't think it's going to get there. I, I think that when push comes to shove, the Texans are going to move him. I know they're playing hardball right now, but I mean that they can't do that. I don't know who their backup is for a reason. I mean, say so. say, say you you know you get this new job and it's dope because you're working with all these people that you want to be working with, and then your boss is like, you know what? I don't even really want these people. That did happen. That's happened my that happened at my current job. Are you happy? I make do because I signed a <laughs> I make, fucking contract. I make do. I signed a fucking contract. That's what happens, okay? Like, I, I am really the poster child for, for, like, here's what the job is, and here's what you're going to be having, and then I get there, and it was nothing like that. But I signed the fucking contract, so I'm just going to do it. I'm making, am I making money? Yes. Now, obviously, it's not the... It's actually... Yeah, but, okay, it's different for us. If we don't go to work, we go to jail. <laughs> Okay, if he doesn't go to work, he just loses out on millions, which he already has. And has to pay millions in fines. Yeah. And waste a year of, as you guys put it, of his prime. I mean, it's like a Le'Veon yeah. effect. This is Le'Veon's fault. Yeah, but he's not a running back. He's a quarterback. So, I mean, it's not, it's not like he's going to come back after a year and be terrible. I mean, who knows? I, I feel like if you sit out a year and you miss the progressions, you miss the camps you miss a whole season with the muscle memory and reading defenses like yeah you can it's all fine you can watch film and do all that but not on the field you're not going to be on the field to do this to feel this to to see it firsthand and i think that detracts from any fucking position no matter whether it's the quarterback or the fucking offensive lineman what about Gronk? what about when tom brady ripped his acl in this year and then he came back and balled again who Tom Brady. That, that's that's Tom game. Brady. That's Mr. Seven fucking Super Bowl. And I was going to say, what about, what about Gronk? Gronk is that part of that legacy of Brady. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, I don't, I did see a report today that came out that he is willing to accept trades to Carolina, Miami, and what was the other one? What 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 do you think would be a good fit for him, Dave? Like what like where do you think that he could go and maybe not like fit in perfectly immediately, but definitely would play to some of his strengths and already has the like pieces around him. I mean, there's a couple teams that come to mind right away. <laughs> this is a really terribly terribly biased answer, but the Raiders. Okay, listen, I'm gonna stop you there. Oh God, he, I I cannot. He says he says one word. I'm stopping you right um, there. Yeah, yeah. He's, well, because he shouldn't have led with the Raiders. Because here's my thing. You could tell me today, hey, Raiders are going to get Pat Mahomes. And I'd say, oh, does Pat Mahomes rush the quarterback? Does he fucking, uh, is he a linebacker that stops the run and can go into coverage? Is he a safety that doesn't fucking just throw his body around <laughs> at, at nobody? Like, no, he's none of those things. Our problem is not, at, the Raiders' problem is not on the offensive side of the ball. So I don't hear anyone if you say. Watching on your team, you attract a lot of a lot of a lot of big big names that Derek Carr wouldn't attract, which is sad because Derek Carr is a great is a borderline great quarterback. But I'm telling you, I, Deshaun Watson would fit like a hand in a glove. But the other team that I think he's even probably honestly more of a better fit would be the San Francisco 49ers. Well, real, think, before we leave the Raiders, they, they I'm. Were, I want to jump into what you said with the Raiders, but before we leave the Raiders, I want to say, no one talks about this. No one talks about Gruden's fucking 
complicated, stupid, fucking hard system that takes years to learn. No one's factoring in the time of adjustments it would take for a quarterback, even of Watson's caliber, to come in and learn it. Every year, Derek has gotten better in that system. So, sorry, that's all I'm saying. No one's talking no, about that. I'm off, the, I'm off the Gruden train. I mean, that's a different conversation. I'm off the Gruden train. Well, I mean, yeah, on one of my overreactions of the week early, I was like, cancel his contract, get rid of him. You got seven years left? Fuck it. No, I'm, 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 he's he's not a visionary that everyone thought. But I guess we'll have to move on to the yeah, the San Francisco 49ers. You know, if they could secure Deshaun, it's Super Bowl. I don't Super want. Bowl I don't West. want it. You already have Matt Stafford now. I know. The, already, the NFC West was the most competitive division, and now if you're putting even more dynamic quarterbacks in those positions, it hurts. But like, yeah, I mean, especially with how competitive the Niners were with like what the shit the shit injuries they got dealt, they were still competitive. And it's like, if you could put Deshaun in that team and the running backs stay healthy, oof. Well, John Lynch just came out back. and said that, that the, they just doubled down, tripled down. What is this, the fifth or fifth? It was quadrupled down on, on Jimmy G. Yeah. Like, they came out and said that they are going with Jimmy G next season. So That's they, a terrible decision. I think that's a terrible, a terrible decision. decision. I think that's a great decision for the Seahawks. Uh <laughs> But I think that's a terrible decision for the 49ers organization. But also, I I would agree that Deshaun Watson fits in that team the last two to three years. These next coming years, they're losing a lot of people. They are. They're definitely losing. They shelled out for, I mean, they got to a Super Bowl, so it quote-unquote worked, but they didn't win. So they're, they're going to be in a little bit of a cap trouble. They got Kyle. Yeah. It's just like, it's kind of a thing you've been seeing in the NFL the last couple of years with these teams th- like throwing everything in the kitchen sink like at their roster for for that moment. Like yeah. the Rams have done it. Yep. San Francisco did it. I mean, these teams like Buffalo is doing it. They brought in Stephon Diggs. You know, teams like that, they're just going all in now. And we're kind of... up other picks. Yeah. It, like, because the Rams, I think the Ram GM is like famous for saying that like he'll happily trade picks because he knows what he's getting in return is like a bona fide player that he knows is good as opposed yeah. to first round picks can be busts. Exactly. Which and I guess that's not flawed logic. It's just like, okay, okay. Sure. Well, they haven't won any Super Bowls, so it hasn't worked yet. That's, you know what? Well, that's, what? that's like what you're saying, you know, the 49ers and Ram shelled out. I'm like, good. <laughs> Waste all your money. Yeah, you got there. Sure. But nobody cares about a Super Bowl appearance. No. Because now, because of Brady, no one cares about one Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's talk about if Russ gets traded. Let's switch over to Russ. But that's not going to happen. Okay, no, but I mean, these are big rumors. Do I believe them? Zero percent. But, like we were talking about, it is the offseason. Things get ramped up. So, where is a place that Russ would fit, like... But what would you have to give up for him? Well, I, I think they said the starting asking price is three first rounders. <laughs> God, let's ask, let's ask the Seattle fan. What, what, what do you give up for if if, if he wants out? If he tells you I want out, and you you know you have to deal him, what do you what do you want? It's at, you it's at least two first round picks and an established star, a quarterback. Maybe not a quarterback, but an established like role player. It like, has to be a quarterback. Unless you, unless one of those well, first round picks is you know spent on a quarter, and Justin Fields is in the draft this year, like dude, our backup, everyone knows Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jags. Hell no, dude. We're we're rolling with Geno Smith. He's our backup. Geno. <laughs> <Gino. laughs> 
But no, honestly, yeah, I think it takes at least if I mean if it's yeah maybe three first round picks, but then it's got to be two first round picks and just a stud position player or quarterback. Of course, that'd be optimal, but. Maybe you guys go pick up Marcus Mariota. That's it's too expensive for any team. There's no way you make that kind of trade. Oh, for Russ? For yeah. No, no, no. And and I think this is just Russ doing what Aaron Rodgers is doing, is just like talking shit to the public to kind of get his team to make some fucking moves. I don't even think that's like talking shit. Like Well it's I, the Russ I, it's the Russ way of talking shit because he's so nice. If I got punched in the face, I could be like, Yeah, you know what? I don't like getting punched in the face all the time. And that's basically what he's saying. Well, here's the thing with, with I keep bringing up the Raiders with the trades, guys, because Derek Carr. It's not like when you with the when Stafford got traded for Goff. I'm gonna throw the fucking terrible, phone out the window. Terrible uh, receiving end for the Lions to get Goff, because in my opinion, he's not he's not the dude. But Carr, I mean, he's just if you if you traded if if you had to trade Deshaun or Russ for Carr and some stuff like a Waller. Man, that, that you didn't lose that trade. Like like the Lions are lost with God. Well, you know we know that the, the Colts were trying to get Derek, and people, pundits, like people that get paid to do what we're doing right now, they were saying that if like the, someone like the Colts got Derek, they're instantly a Super Bowl favorite. Because look what they did with fucking old Noodle Arm Rivers last season. They went to the he playoffs. He makes receivers look good. That's one thing Carr does. He'll make any receiver look good. You know what I mean? He can make receivers look good. Swole still wants to trade Derek Carr, even though he prefaced everything by saying, I love Derek, he's my guy. He is my guy, but I mean, I would take Deshaun and Russ over him, he's, he's, you? No. I mean, he's, he's, no. right, he's, he's no. there. He is right there. He is not a quarterback that, like, he is a starting quarterback in the NFL. He is definitely good enough to be that. Of course, he's not transcendent like some of these other players that we have in the league right now. But, yeah, he is absolutely, he can lead a team to the playoffs. He's done it before. He's also a guy, he's one of the last few remnants of, like, that, the old quarterback style, like, pocket passer, um, just a pure passer, as opposed yeah. to, like, these generational transcendent guys you were just mentioning with, like, a Russ, a Lamar Jackson, a Deshaun Watson, these new kind of quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes is in that, too. And Derek still plays that smash mouth, I'm going to sit in the pocket, you know, maybe I'll scramble out to the sideline, but I'm not running a lot. You know, he can, though, but he just doesn't. Brady. He did a lot more yes. this season, which is, you know, he's injury prone. I don't like seeing it, honestly. Okay, let's talk about his injuries. Broke his leg. Broke his back. Came back two games later. Still played with broken bones in his back. Pulled his groin this season. Came back the next game. Almost won it, but the defense fucking blows in case you forgot. Um, I'm just, you know, but that's Gruden's fault. My, my thing is, is you know what I mean? He's not letting Mayock pick the, the guy he just signed. The guy they just signed who got arrested for street racing, right? Gruden brought that dude in. That's not a Mayock guy. That's not a Mike Mayock guy. Mike Mayock's a character guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, Gruden, what are you doing? It's like old school Raiders just bringing in criminals. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. Like, I'm over the Gruden thing. Like, he just, he's, he's not like a, he doesn't plan, he doesn't plan for the future. Teams, great teams get better after Thanksgiving. The Raiders, the last two seasons, last three seasons are just shitty. After Thanksgiving, just terrible, terrible shitty. Accurate. And he just, I think he just, he doesn't plan ahead. He lives in the moment. To whereas other guys like Andy Reid and Belichick and other other guys like that, they see you know three, four, six months into the future, even years into the future. You know what I mean? They're planning for something bigger, bigger picture. And Gruden's just 
some of the decisions he makes are just like he's he's conservative when he shouldn't be conservative, like kicking field goals when he should be kicking. Like, I'll stop. I'm kind of rambling. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. I'm not on wood because I'm with you. Oh God damn it! <laughs> All right, um, I want to move away from the Raiders. I'm just gonna get mad. I want to talk about Matt Stafford in LA. And as our resident NFC West uh, resident, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, give us your thoughts, and then David and I can weigh in. Uh, Matt Stafford is. It sucks he's been hidden away in Detroit forever. It really does suck. Um, he helped me almost win my fantasy league in what 2013 when he threw for 5,000 yards. Not a lot of quarterbacks can say they've done that. So he is the probably, which sucks because he's still probably the second worst quarterback on that list. Yeah. With Jameis Winston being the only one that's worse than him on that list. But everybody else who's on that list, I mean, is a Hall of Famer. So he has thrown for 5,000 yards, which is insane. And the dude has an arm. I think he's turning 33 pretty soon. So he still has a lot of time left. And McVeigh is, he's not the wonder boy, the wonder child that, you know, he was when he went to the Super Bowl, but he still has great schemes. He figures things out very well, and he's going to be in L.A. for a long time. Uh, they kind of have been, since he's got there, owning the Seahawks and kind of owning, it's it's a very weird situation because the Rams own the Seahawks and then the 49ers own the Rams and then the Cardinals do whatever they want. <laughs> So it's a strange one, but I, it really is a good fit. For him, it would have been a good fit in San Francisco or L.A. I think longevity-wise, like moving forward, I think L.A. is the better fit. Okay. I'm, I'm with you, Dave. Um, I guess I guess what I want to know from you is, is do you agree with me in the fact that this obviously makes the Rams better but doesn't still doesn't make them fucking Super Bowl contenders? I disagree. I I mean, I almost agree, I would say, because that makes them better. But it, I think it does make them Super Bowl contenders. That defense is for real. They may lose a couple of guys on that defense, but they're just going to pick up dudes. The defense is still going to be strong. They have skilled guys at the wide receiver positions. They have Woods and, and Cup. The running game, they got Cam Akers, and they got a little committee behind him that's going to run the ball down your throat. And now they got a guy that can make plays. He's never been to the playoffs. So but how old is Matt can, Stafford and the and the playoff thing you mentioned? That's that's a big thing too. Like I mean, it's a whole different animal beast when you get to the playoffs. And poor Matt Stafford's had to play against, you know, Aaron Rodgers his whole career and some of the the good Chicago defenses is in years past, and the Vikings teams that that were also good Just here these, and there. Yeah, these Viking teams here and, and there. And he's he's going to a division now where there is an established kind of hierarchy as far as where you have these three teams, the Rams, the 49ers, and the Seahawks, and maybe the Cardinals deciding on what the fuck they want to do that day, that it's kind of the same thing as the division he just left, where it's whereas, like, they're not chumps. There's no slumps in that division. That's the best division in football. Yes, it is. And I think it's going to be next season, too. Way premature. I mean, I think next season, because of the Stafford edition, is I mean, you're talking about last year. They, maybe they were too. You're right. But then you think about how you know the, the, the tough divisions, how they play out in in terms of like, yeah, you may win the division, but you took like four or three L's 
in the division or two. So you're going to be like a three or four, maybe even a five seed. Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be a lower seed. And then you're talking about giving up home field advantage, which I think by next season in the playoffs we'll be having fans in the stands again. Hopefully. Hopefully. And now it's like L.A. home field advantage is probably but anyways because all the fucking L.A. people are Raider fans. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm not. A, I'm still on the fence whether this makes him a Super Bowl hitter. Obviously, you have Aaron Donald as a whole defense on its own, and then the Rams <laughs> defense supplements him, and that's awesome. But I got to see Stafford kind of tap back into his prime, the way he was playing in his prime, and learn the system under McVay. We know he can make plays. David pointed that out. But I'm just not sold. But it's it's a way better fit for Stafford than it is for the other end of that trade. I'd move from Detroit to L.A. Yeah. I'd not move from L.A. to Detroit. I'm sorry for... Oh, he didn't. You, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, but, yeah, I mean, there's he, just so he much... He plays there, but he don't live there. Yeah. yeah. There's so much quarterback movement. Like you were saying, that's how we started the episode. There's just a lot of things... That could happen, and some other things that have happened. Like, we're talking about Stafford. Now we can look at the Colts. That's right, with Wentz. We didn't even talk about We haven't talked about Wentz, and we're already fucking half an hour into this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to get to the NBA today, to be honest. I, I, we're going to get to the NBA. No, fuck all that, although I'm invested. But I'm not done. I'll, I want to talk about Wentz, and I want to talk about the Panthers. Uh, Wentz, does it work? Yeah. Dave? Uh, yes. Yes. You don't think that maybe he's not curable? Like he can't be fixed? He's curable. He needs to get... Can we get an offensive line that um, protects? I mean, I, I think I heard the stat. It was like he got sacked. I think the Philadelphia offense allowed like something like 50 sack over 50 sacks on him. Those are Russell Wilson and, numbers. Yeah. And uh, I think the Indianapolis Colts allowed like 19. So that'll right there give them more protection and make plays. He's gonna get sacked a little more because he, you know, he holds onto the ball and tries he, to make he plays. Cause, he plays. does cause some of his own sacks for sure. This reminds but he's me. He's still gonna get way more protection to find guys. He's got way better skill players, you know, that he's around him, and he's got a defense. Like, uh, yeah, it's gonna work. This reminds me of kind of what's going on in L.A. It's an established run game. It's an established offensive line with people to throw to, an established system, a good coach. The only difference here that's a positive is that. Wentz has a prior relationship with Frank Reich, which could go a long way. And this is kind of where I think that this could work, only in the sense that if anyone was going to fix him, it's the guy that, that instilled the faith in him when he was still in Philadelphia as Frank Reich. He's part, of that, he's part of that coaching staff. So that's big to me, but I just don't know if Wentz turns the corner. It might be too late. His confidence was just dinged and dinged one thing after the other. It's hard to play in Philly. It's hard to play in Wait. Philly. Go ahead. No, go, no, I was done. I was just going to bring up our boy. I mean, look, look at look at the ridicule that Derek took. You know, his confidence took a shake, and then he just bounced back with the, his best season of his career. Um, let's just see what he has. He's a young guy still. I mean, like you said, you know, like look at that pairing with Shanahan and uh, Matt Ryan. They went to the Super Bowl. So it's all about pairings, like you said. So once they get back together, maybe they can rekindle that flame. I I uh I hate the Colts, but this is exciting. As a football fan, this is an exciting thing to see. Like I think that before the trade happened, we all agreed that a great place for Wentz was going to be Indianapolis. Now, uh, this kind of takes me to, to Carolina now because they think that they are in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. They have dumped uh, all of a bunch of 
salary cap taking contracts. Yeah. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has officially unfollowed the Panthers uh, on every social media. <laughs> so really? clearly, Break- conversation. Oh yeah, if you guys haven't heard this, this is accurate. He's unfollowed everything Carolina. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> he's, he's unfollowed them on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. He's no longer following. The Carolina Panthers oh, on anything. So, <laughs> so this leads me to believe that they've already had conversations with him or he's heard rumblings and rumors inside the organization that leads him to believe that he is no longer going to be a part of the Panthers' future. Which, if you're going to get Deshaun, okay, cool. But also, like, I, I love Teddy. You know, I, the way you love Kirk Cousins, I love Teddy. Dude, I, I, hey. <laughs> Both very big, strong character guys. Um, I can see why. I mean, yeah, you're rooting for him. So, of the three teams that he's open to going to, I'm back to Watson. Carolina, New York, Miami. For me, I think he fits best in Miami as far as long, long-term long winning. Like, winning right now. What do you guys think of those three teams? Can I choose a different team? No, but yes. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> <laughs> um... I mean, like you said, he he is young. He's 24, 25 years old. He has a lot left in him. Are you going to say New England? Yes. No one wants to go. Have you noticed this? I don't know if it's that no one wants to go. Stafford explicitly said, I do not want to go to New England. Do you know why? Maybe. Enlighten us. Wasn't it Matt Patricia that went back there? And he's like, I will not go anywhere that Matt Patricia is going. Did he go back to New England? I'm pretty sure, but he was just like, I will never be near Matt Patricia again. Wow. Nobody wants to go to New England to throw to a guy named Harry or Bird. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I don't think Miami Dolphins. To... Miami Dolphins is, is, I would agree with Miami Dolphins. I would say. Get, get two out of there. Yeah, I don't know if you give Tua like another, I mean, if you don't get a trade like that, then obviously yeah, you're going with Tua. But I don't know. He, he didn't show me a whole lot last season. Near the end of the season, we talk about, David did, about teams getting stronger after Thanksgiving, and they were good, but he didn't fare well in those last few games. Okay, okay, okay. And he looked like shit against the Raiders. Okay. And, and that defense, defense is butt. Let's, let's slow it down a little bit. No, I want to put Pelican Because how hard is it to come out as a rookie and just be successful? I don't know. Look at Justin Herbert. Okay, that's one. In the last, like, ten years, who else has done it? Uh, Him, Andrew Luck, and Russ. Andrew Luck, Russ. Okay, so that's less than five quarterbacks in the last ten years that we can think of that just came out as a rookie and were just successful. It's hard. We have Aaron Rodgers. We have Tom Brady. We have, wow, who else? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, who sat behind other quarterbacks for a while. You, You need to learn. You do need to learn. I think Pat Mahomes sat one year. He sat. That's still uh, that's still sitting. Look, you're making good points. I'm just gonna choose to to not like, acknowledge him. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. <laughs> okay. Uh, any final thoughts? Oh, I want to hit you guys with my weird stat of the day before we leave football. Did you guys know that Mitch Trubisky is the only quarterback with 50 plus starts to not throw a pick six? That he just throws picks, but they're not equaling in six. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. He might be giving up a lot of points like on turnovers, but not directly. So he's not leading 
interesting. Isn't that a weird stat? That is nuts. He's like, God, well, it, it's because he's so good that he's like, oh, I don't want to put it into a position where I have to come right back out here, you know? He's like, I need some rest. I'm going to throw a pick. He's better than Foles, but he's... <laughs> but not by much. God. That's not saying much. Why are you going to say he's better than Foles when this motherfucker has a statue in Philadelphia, a Super Bowl MVP, like... Hey, you can get hot at the right time. Josh McCown got hot at the right time on the Bears one season. Hey, this is true. This is true. Anyways, that's a weird stat of the day. I guess I'll just hit a weird stat of the day as well. Why not? It's We're talking about quarterbacks. We're talking about football still. Kind of the last thing on football. Did you know that Kirk Cousins... Here we go. <laughs> ...has a better passer rating... Than Steve Young, Joe Montana, some of the, some of these great quarterbacks. Did you know? His career's not over yet. It's gonna go down. <laughs> I, got, I got one more to one up that. Did you know Kirk Cousins just barely won his first Monday Night Football game, and he's been in the league for like almost ten years? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry, Ed. Sorry. Oh Sorry, boy. Oh boy. Don't apologize to go this Kirk. man. Go Kirk. Go Kirk. Dude, <laughs> you, you like that? You like that? <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, let's turn our attention now to uh, a sport where it's actually being played. It's currently, it's it's currently uh, the NBA in, in season. Quickly approaches the All Star break, and I would say that the title favorite this year. Obviously, most of the time you you, you pick the title winner from last year to yeah. be your favorite. Uh, without you know their their main guy uh, for like a month, not looking too hot right now. The Lakers. I mean, you say they're not looking too hot, but what are they, like the three, four seed right now in, in the West? Like, and, and that's okay this season because home field doesn't fucking, isn't worth a shit. Home court, I guess, in this case. Um, but also, like, I don't like, uh, we talked about this last, before going into the football playoffs, and I talked about the previous Laker teams, that you need to get into a rhythm as you're entering the playoffs as opposed to, just, like, fucking limping in. I'm not really concerned too much because the biggest, I think, obviously, AD is huge, right? But, like, I'm Literally all for sitting him as long as he needs to. Losing Dennis to the COVID protocol was really what hurt us because he's got so much dog in him. He, he fights on defense. He fights like a little scrappy pit bull, and he scores the basketball. He can score on anybody, too. Dennis Schroeder, you know, pit bull. put that kind of pressure on other defenses and on the other side to help LeBron, I mean, I think we're in a lot of those games where we definitely don't lose all well, we've been here, the thing is we've guys. been in those games how many overtime games have we been in since ad's been out we've we've dropped that's, most of them but that's just, it's still a testament to lebron's greatness in so, my opinion so i mean he's shooting terrible right now i mean the lakers are what so like 20 and 10 21 and 10 21 and 10 i think there's something like that like that's pretty good so good i mean you looking at the record of you know win percentage between football and basketball there is a huge disparity of who makes it into the playoffs and who doesn't. Right. So, I mean, you have a 50... All you have to do is be in the East. You have a 500 win percentage, you're probably going to the playoffs. In the East. You win half your games, you're probably going to the playoffs. You're in the East. I got a really weird stat, or not even a stat, but just kind of, if you kind of just look at... It's kind of hard to like look at this, which if you'd like, you have to kind of be having nothing to do and look really hard. <laughs> but, uh... If you look at all the times of LeBron's teams, going back from his first team to Cleveland to Miami, back to Cleveland, and to the Lakers, 
he's terrible in February. His teams are terrible. They're going, the, and we all start to question LeBron is if he's done or if he doesn't have it or if his teams are going to go down. And then we see what happens. So all these, you know, just go back and look at, at s- certain times around Valentine's Day. You know, you know well, that's something. Right the All Star break is when we're talking shit about LeBron. Lull him in. All the analysts are talking shit on the All Star break. About it's a LeBron. it's a fucking marathon season. Lull him into a false sense of security and then get him. <laughs> yeah. Well, that maybe I don't know. That's weird. But just the season is very long. We're talking about eighty-two game stretch that spans over nine months. Uh, if you make it to the finals, and so I. This happens to a lot of teams, a lot of players. I know that, like, back in the early Laker days with Shaq and Kobe, like, Shaq was infamous for not being fucking a player from December until February. Like, he just disappeared. <laughs> he was just fucking, he was just a fucking blob out like, there. Yeah, I exist, but... Yeah. Right. Um, other and teams... Explode onto the scene, right? Yeah. So, I don't want to spend too much time on the Lakers. I don't want to show too much bias. We did that with the football right. segment. But, um... <laughs> we, uh, we have... Embiid playing probably the best basketball of his career right now. He's averaging almost thirty. Yeah, it's MVP candidate in the off season and eating better. So obviously he's doing the right things. All was holding him back was his lifestyle. I think he's starting to take care of his body. Oh, now he's the trusting right the process. Uh, he MVP candidate for sure. Obviously, throw it in there. LeBron's always in that conversation, but yeah, Embiid. Uh, the Celtics look like trash. The Heat don't look like they're going to make it back to the finals. They do not. No, they're not. They're not at all. They're, they are not. That was like a one-and-done Cinderella story. Yeah. There was a reason they were going to give up like half the team besides Jamie to try to get... Um... James Harden? Correct. What do you think about the Nets? Um, I, I think that... I don't know what to think because we didn't play them full strength and they didn't play us full strength and they play no defense and they hit way too many three-pointers. They're not going to do that again. They're not going to do that again. They hit like an historically high amount of three pointers. It was like a record breaking night for them. I, so I, can, I just don't think they do that. I'm going to jump on that with the no defense portion of that. Is that like that's what's going to make the decision? Like that's going to be the decider, so to say, in the playoffs is that they don't fucking play defense. Historically, James Harden is probably, uh, I don't know, the poster child for I'm going to score and then you can score on me if you want. Uh, I'm just going to stand there. Right, Chris. Uh, who, who, who's on the Who's the coaching staff? Name me the coaching staff, and then I'll tell you about defense. Uh, Steve Nash. Who's on the coaching staff? Not a chance. Who, who's, his, who's his assistant? Who is his assistant? Mike D'Antoni. Oh and my God, that's Marie right. Stoudemire. That's fucking right. <laughs> so the whole Suns. The whole yes. Suns. Yes, that's it. The, the Suns. Offense that won no titles. Seven seconds or less, boy. <laughs> so they, I mean, that just explains to you right there about the. How much emphasis they put on D? Look at their coaching staff. Well, who's okay? So who's your favorites then? Take take the Lakers away. Obviously, they're not full strength right now, so we can't attest to what we think of them moving forward at this point on. Um, just roster alone, yeah, they're the favorites. But who, who else is east in or this? West? East or West? Go take both. Go go West and then go East. And you jump in too when you probably. Right. Oh, man, West when it, when push comes to shove, the Clippers. Besides the Lakers, we're gonna we're gonna you say exclude Lakers, right? Yeah. So Clippers. I think would, are going to represent if the Lakers don't. Ooh, that, that hurt to say. <laughs> I just think the Clippers are very strong. Um, they love their coach more than they love Doc. They play hard every night. You think this is and what they were the supposed to look like? Come up on in a, pretty soon here. You think this is and what they were supposed to look like last year? They're not there yet. There's a, we're still a work in progress, but they're working way harder than they, they're playing way more games together than they did last season. Yeah. So I think the West, the Clippers, are the team. 
And I think they're just, you know, they're, they're figuring themselves out. That's why they're still losing games they should win. We're leaving someone and, out here. Uh, you are. I already know what you, what's on your mind because I was I happened to pop into work today and see him researching this shit. So go ahead and hit us, Ed, with your West. I mean, it's just the the Jazz have been there for the last couple years, not making really deep runs, but they've showed a lot of good flashes, and it could definitely be the year that they're actually able to break through, make a playoff run, maybe even a finals run. They are so fucking hot right now. That fucking jazz is so hot right now. <laughs> um, what do they want? Like twenty two out of their last twenty four? It's it's something insane. Yeah, like that. And they're kicking teams' asses. I think the Lakers play them soon. I'm not looking forward to that. Tonight they're playing them tonight. That's what I that thought. Is, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when you listen to this, when you listen to this tomorrow, guys, you'll know what kind of mood I've been in the night before. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk tonight. Maybe we won't. Yeah. <laughs> It's typically how you know we uh, our team won, wins or loses is we don't talk to each other if they lose. That's fair. <laughs> That's true. Who do you guys got in the East? Um, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. It's I I don't know going, if I'm I'm going to the finals. I don't know if I'm completely sold on Philly. It, it, of course they're playing. I mean Embiid is playing out of his mind right now. But I don't know if I'm completely sold on it yet. It's still before the All-Star break. A lot happens. I mean, after the during and after the All-Star break. So I'm not like completely sold on it. And I'm still, I mean, yeah, I just said the Jazz were fantastic. It, the same thing goes for them. I'm not 100% sold on it. But they're doing some really good things right now. Philly okay. is. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, it's still early in the season as, as far as like, Ed was saying, obviously we're closer to the end than we are to the beginning, but after the All-Star break is really where teams kind of really solidify whether they're going to you know, make some runs in the playoffs. You think about the Jazz, you think about Denver, you think about Philly, you think about Brooklyn. I don't know what the fuck is going on in Milwaukee, but... Uh, I mean, they're still there. We're like the 3 seed, 4 seed. Yeah, thing. but I think Giannis should have not stayed in Milwaukee. He's like, he's pulling a real Deshaun Watson right now. <laughs> whereas he just signed a fat contract and then like next year he's going to be like I want out y'all ain't doing shit I mean I just don't like the team that's around him to be honest and they I love Drew but like I'm my thing I'm still going I'm with Chris Philly is the team to be especially look you know what you're going to get from Simmons and Embiid especially if Embiid keeps playing at the MVP level but the, the guy that's going to get him to the finals if he keeps playing like he Tobias is especially Harris. when he played against us he killed us he looked better than AD was Tobias Harris in that game he made AD look like a chump. He did. Hit that game winner. He, just, he hit right over everybody. He was just, and he, that was the thing, because when he played his best basketball on the Clippers when his coach was Doc Rivers. And now Doc Rivers right? is there. He got the best out of him. And he told him at the beginning of the season, you need to stop thinking about it when you get the ball. You just go, make your move. And you just see him way more decisive this season. And he just, he, he killed the Lakers. So if you get that Tobias Harris, they're going to the finals. I can see it. All right, we're going to have to wrap this up now uh, and, and jump into everybody's favorite fucking segment. Unless, unless, well, do you have something else, Ed? No, I mean, not as of now. We're You gave me a look. We're right, no, we're, <laughs> we're right before, like, the halfway point of the season. We're, like, like I don't know, like, between a third and halfway, like, 40% through the season. So, it, it's, mindsets are starting to be formed about some of these teams. 
but it's not solid yet. It's too early. I don't, I don't know who any of these teams truly are yet. Yeah, that's fair, because it's a whole different Laker team from last season, and a whole different Philly team with Doc Rivers coming in, a whole different Brooklyn team. Yeah, it's still up in the air. Uh, we'll, we'll know a lot more once we start getting to the end of March into April. I think the playoffs are starting late this year, I think. Um, because yeah. of, because they started the season in December. Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of time, a lot of basketball left. We'll yeah. be getting more to more more in depth as the season comes to a close. Yeah. Um, that being said, we will now move on to hot wrap. Everyone's favorite segment. Blue seventeen. Blue seventeen. I don't. What is hot wrap? Hot wrap. Red seven. Red seven. Red seven. Hot wrap. <laughs> That's what we call a sack lunch. Nom 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 nom. Hot route. David, you're welcome to answer hot routes as well. I guess. Definitely. It's for both of you. So, I mean, yeah, we can talk about Bad football. <laughs> we can talk about football endlessly. Okay. So I really am shifting into basketball. All, all my hot routes are about basketball. Okay. Big one. Who do you think was snubbed for the all-star game? Like who, who's going to be snubbed? Uh, well, Damian Lillard should have been a starter. Starter. Yeah. They got Luca like edged him out for the start, the uh, starter, and I think that's the biggest snub is that Damian Lillard does not the start. The most obvious answer, who's not on the team, or I mean, he, he should be starting, is uh, Devin Booker. Obviously, it's Devin. He books. Who do, who does he replace on the All Star team? I mean, a lot of dudes. I I would take D books over over Luca. What? Really? That's a hot take. He's not the MVP. He's not the MVP, man. I'm not a Luka guy. Okay. Not a Luka guy. Okay. He was not a Luka guy. He doesn't shoot as well as Harden. Harden's the better the better point guard than he is. Harden's playing better point guard right now than Luka is. All right. All it's right. like Devin Books. He's he's a snub. That was the most disrespectful thing ever about seeing Devin Booker in the All-Star game. Uh, these I, are hot. These I, are hot. I really look forward to the day when, when we record these, like with video. So people can see my face when shit like this is said. <laughs> but anyways, sure. All right, perfect. I dig it. I dig it. All right, hot route number two. You know, I was talking about the Jazz and it might be their time to shine. And some people are believing that. What do you think the Jazz's identity is, though, as a team? It's it's tough, uh, hard-nosed, like, hustle basketball. Like, they don't have anybody, they don't have any, like, I mean, yeah, they got the Spider, they got Donovan Mitchell, they got Rudy Gobert, a defensive monster, but outside of that, you don't have, like, a LeBron type of figure, or an AD, or a Kevin Durant, or a Steph Curry. You, you just have these guys who play the game the right way, and they play it hard. So, like, it reminds me of Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, they're just a very, just know your role, know your job, do your job as hard as you can. And, you know, they have the one superstar playmaker on their team that makes everyone better around him, and that's what he's starting to do, as you can see. But everyone's playing at a great level right now. Everyone's, like, Jordan Clarkson's balling, Ingles is balling. Like, they're just playing great basketball. Jordan Clarkson, a candidate for six man of the year. Everyone knows their role, and everyone's comfortable doing what they're supposed to do and nothing more. Yeah. And their coach is, is he's like a mad scientist. He looks like (laughs) They're staying in their lane. Nice, nice. All right, I like that. I like that. So for, I mean, I guess this is kind of the last one. I have a little other extra hot route. But hot route number three. So do you see any kind of key differences already this year compared to last year? I mean, because last year they did almost play 82 games. They did play, it was like 70, it was almost a full season. Right. Of course, split up 
um, and, a little bit you know, differently. Pre-COVID and then bubble. Yeah, so it was split up a little bit differently. But already, what kind of differences are you seeing, if any? I see the teams that were in the bubble, um, particularly the the Heat and the Lakers, look tired. Okay. And Denver looks tired too. Denver looks tired as well. Taking all those seven game series. Yeah. Boston looks Boston looks a little beat up. Well, actually, Kemper looks beat up, but <laughs> they, they look a little tired as well. So, I, I yeah, see fatigue. I can, yeah, I can definitely see that because it. I mean, looking at the you know the one through eight seed in both of them, it's like oh, these teams that were it's kind of not a complete flip flop, but it's noticeable. Some of these teams that were there made some runs. Are tired. They're beat up. Yeah, the Heat, the Celtics. Just, yeah, you know, and I hate, I hate to say this and do this again, but I mean, it just makes you appreciate the greatness and having LeBron James on your team because he's an android. He's, he's a machine. He's, he's a fucking tired. robot. But if he is, he's not showing it. He's not showing it, and he's not making any excuses. You saw the interview the other night. So I mean, if you didn't yeah, see if you're the tired, interview, you gotta keep playing. Uh, clock, if you're a listener, they didn't see the interview. Pretty much, they were like, "LeBron, are you being overworked? Like, is it too many minutes?" And he was like, "No." That's so I'm it. resting right now as I'm talking to you. I'm going to rest in my car on the drive home and I'm going to rest in my house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I have one more. Uh, it's just all I wrote down on my phone is Warriors? Question mark? Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not without Clay. Not without Clay. Yes. Yes. Yes, they're making the playoffs. Oh, is that the question? I don't. It ju- I, my question is just Warriors question mark. Yeah, I, I say yes. Okay, yeah, they're making the playoffs, but they're making a first round exit. That's cool. I mean, Steph Curry's the dude. That is true. That is true. He's the dude. Averaging 29, 30 points a game. He's the dude. Get him Clay back. Get him Clay back. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> get, him, get him Clay. So the answer is yes, then. <laughs> no, it's no. Because they don't have Clay back. <laughs> There's no clay. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, that wraps up my hot routes. Good answers, guys. I definitely appreciate all of that. That was some good stuff. Well, yeah. So, oh, I want to thank David for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. Again. I appreciate you guys having me again. It's, it's always a pleasure. So, I guess what we do now is this is where I tell you to, uh, you know, like our stuff on Facebook and, like, Instagram and, like, subscribe on, like, Apple. You can you can find us on all kinds of shit. Yeah, like that. Something like that. You know, we're on, like... Spotify. Yeah, leave a review. YouTube. Uh, I don't, you know, if a good one. If you have bad things to say, maybe just. Oh, still... no, I will I'll make you guys look bad. I'll text you uh, privately and tell you about how I feel. But yeah, I'll give you guys some good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks again, and as always, I'm Chris. I'm Ed. We did it right this time, and this has been almost agreeable. Well, what do you know? Another episode down. You can catch all new episodes every week on Thursdays. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Almost Agreeable.